Hey, sir. What's up, everyone? All right, I guess it's that time. Oh, wait, let me turn this music off. I don't know if you guys could hear that. I have this great artist on right now. My bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, boy. All right. Clap once if you hear me. Class is in session. How's everybody doing out there? See, sir, you got Bella. Very excited to have you guys live with me. Welcome to No Running in the Halls. Um, I have a really great topic today. Um, as I ran into a world of problems today, um, I, um, you, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna close the door quickly to the studio office. Give me one second. I left it open because it was a little hot in here, and I'm wearing a hoodie because it says ramen. I love ramen. So anyway, so. I, 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 I had run into a couple of issues today. I had some some people, some guest uh, guest speakers today, and um, one of them decided against it. I don't know particularly why, but um, that's you know that's left to their their device. And um, the other one got sick, really sick. And then I had a th I had a third choice, and that person, you know just busy you know it was a last minute thing i really couldn't um i really couldn't say much you know when you got last minute things happening and it kind of derails all that you want to do you're uh you're left uh to fend for yourself so so we have a great show today i'd like to think so um the show is titled is the grass always greener right the grass always greener is episode two title and um, I bet you're probably wondering what that means. And if you are, I will tell you. And if you're if you're if you're not wondering what it is, then I'm still gonna tell you. Um, so, being a being a happily employed Department of Education employee, um, sometimes you get frustrated, and sometimes you get um, you know you get conflicted, and you get uh, uh, disappointment and you get, um, sometimes anger. I'm sure that exists in all jobs, right? I can't, can't begin to tell you how much I think, um, you know, working for a living sucks. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, like, I don't know if humans were meant to do this much work to make money, to buy things that we need. That's, it's a crazy existential idea, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and say, and start the show with, is the grass always greener? So I remember a time in my career where uh, I'm only in the business about nine years going on 10. And um, I have to tell you, there was a year where I was, I felt like I was being a little shitted on, you know, and it was, um, it was by a specific uh, person, but I, 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 you know, in reality, I just don't think that that should happen, especially in the position that they're in. 
But whatever, water under the bridge. But I was just going through some stuff personally, too. And I, I got to tell you, I wasn't really I really wasn't in a good head spot, you know, as people say. Um, and I and I and I I wanted to leave. Like I wanted to leave my building. And um, I, I had met such such um, such great people and, and really fun fun people. Um, that idea has changed a lot too as time went on. Now I have a quick little um, insert. I was hired with 14, 13 other teachers in two thousand and fourteen in my building, and there was fourteen people coming into a building. Um, of education wondering why are there so many people being hired what happened in the school you know this is district 25 uh, a great district as some of you may or may not know and uh, it was just an interesting like it was almost like a really weird feeling like you're coming into a building why is there so many positions open and yeah like that's odd because then you're thinking like people don't want to teach here is that the thing but it actually didn't turn out that way although i have my own my own views on my building this show isn't about bashing my own building or or saying nice things about it it's it's really a collective and experiences from my building will be said of course but um you know it's it's experience and and uh you know you chalk it up to good or bad but it's still experience you know it's like uh what is it called uh what do they say exposure or 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 being you know uh exposure is not good or bad you know it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of both right but um, yeah, there was one year I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave. And I, I literally had asked a good friend of mine in another nearby school. I like, might have bothered uh, this person a couple of times <coughs> if there were any positions and um, in special education. He actually went out on a limb and checked for me and then I ended up not doing it. But I think, you know, I think it was better that I didn't. Um, and that's why the show is titled Is the Grass Always Greener? Because in my building, I know so much, you know, they always say like, you know, know your enemy, right? Or know your, know your ally, right? It goes both ways, know your enemy and your ally. So I always say, I know the people I work with. I know how to speak to them. I know how to deal with them. I know how to confront them. I know how to negotiate with them. I know all those things are, I'm pretty, after, after nine years, almost close to 10, I really do have a fix on how I am able to speak to certain people in my building. Now, don't get me wrong, there's people in my building that I don't really talk to. And then there's people in the building that I really enjoy talking to. Um, um, yeah, I'm talking about you, pal. Um, <laughs> so I, um, I sometimes think if I had made that move, that little chess move, it would have been a bad chess move, I think, on my part. Now, the, I'm, a, I'm a person of convenience. I love convenience. So I, um, I, I, I like to stay local, right? I don't, I wouldn't, I, I think it's ridiculous how some people travel an hour and a half to work. I think honestly, like make it my opinion, get mad at me for it. I'm sorry, but like, I, I played, I played chess, not checkers, you know, like I meticulously picked out this school and other ones because of where I live, right? Now I get it, people who live in Long Island, Long Island jobs are harder to get, especially in education. But um, I mean, yeah, I it was a chess move, right? So I, I picked uh, the school that I'm at and the, the person who was helping me out at time of need for me was in a, a, a nearby school that was actually closer to my home. So I, I really, I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty nice. Uh, and I, and I, had, I had been in that school. I, I worked there during some summer, some summer camps. Um, actually I worked there during, um, 
Summer Rising, if anyone knows that that is. Uh, it was like a, a statewide thing. Anyway, um, all right, I think at least it was a statewide. Maybe it was a city thing. I'm not sure. Um, so I uh, I thought about it, and I was like, wow, it's a closer school to my home. It's a really nice school, I hear. Uh, some people beg to differ. I, I hear I hear mixed reviews about um, that school, and they're all they're all not justified. You know, some people just talk shit, and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't talk shit if you don't know what you're talking about, of course. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I've been there. <clears throat> I've seen a little bit of the student body. I have a good friend that works there. He speaks lovely of the place, and you know, I, I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with him on that. But, uh, you know, you're always entitled to your own opinion on things, right? Subjective, as always. But um, I'm going to go ahead and um, bring us back to the original idea here that, you know, in, 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 in the Department of Education, and I'm sure in any job specifically, we're talking about New York City jobs, but all across the board, we're going to run into things in our building that might not make us happy. Um, I've heard horror stories about communication in a building. I certainly know about horrible communication, but I've also had really good communication. I'm not gonna weigh them out, but I'll just say this. Um, it gets problems. Now, when I talk about communication, I talk about how to talk to not just um, the student body, right? Because that's another show I actually have. Um, <laughs> I was gonna actually tell you the title of it, but uh, I don't think I'm set on it. Uh, but it's called Habla La Mio. You know, talk to me in Spanish. I thought that was pretty clever, but now that I think about it, I think I might change it. Anyway, it's not a big deal. Um, so, hey, Haley, what's up? Hope the baby's doing good. I see some Instagram pics, he's adorable. Um, so, I, um, yeah, so we're talking about communication in the building, both with the student body, the faculty, and your admin. Uh, and this also goes to custodial, you know, custodians are important in buildings, you know, and we get, a, you know, I hear horror stories about how, like, sometimes uh, they're, you know, oh, my custodians are a bunch of jerks and they're assholes. And I'm like, you know what, man, you probably have treated them that way. And that's why they're jerks to you. Or, you know, I don't I don't keep the tidiest of rooms, but I'm very tight with the custodial staff. And I know all of their names, and we we have secret handshakes. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have secret handshakes. Um, but we're cool, and that's because I don't treat them like shit. And if I need something, they get it for me. And I don't know any other way to communicate with the people that clean your room. Like, I mean, sorry, sorry about your life, but it's not cool to be jerks to to um, to the custodial staff. Like, they they're hardworking guys, and they try to do the best they can. And if you're gonna leave your room a pigsty, you know, and I know. I, I could be the first one to say, yo, it's their job. That The first thing on their list is clean rooms as, as a job description, right? But, like, you got to, like, you know, help them out a little bit. You know, you don't have to leave, like, you know, large pieces of crumbled up paper on the floor. Ask the kids to pick it up. You know, do stuff like this. That's the relationship that I have and that you should have with your custodial staff. But communication is key, right? And sometimes it doesn't come across really well. Um, and that could, put, that could put you in a world of, uh, uh, like, a little bit of a predicament, you know? And I don't think that... Um, I don't think jumping to conclusions, because I think I used to do that. I would get frustrated so much that I would I would actually go in and um I would I, I would move in on, on the checkers move, not the chess move, because chess moves are meticulous and, and well thought, right? But I would make checker moves, and that's not how lions, that's not how lions 
act, you know? If you ever see a lion in the wilderness, well, it's not the lion, it's the lioness that does the hunting, right? I hope we all know that, but props to females, props to females and female lionesses, as if there's another kind of lioness. Oh, man. Anyway, so... Yeah, they they they're meticulous, man. They're gonna get they're gonna get that 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 food. You know what I mean? And it's a chess move, you know. And and um, I used to not make chess moves, and now I do, um, because there's so many aspects in communication with your job and your and and how you how you um you talk to people because your delivery system is everything. Like you could tell a person to go fuck off in the nicest way possible you could tell somebody that you're invading they're invading your private space as gently as you can you could tell someone they fucking smell bad in the nicest way possible and they won't be offended right um it's like it's like somebody offering you a, a stick of gum or a listerine strip and automatically out of nowhere right and, and automatically like, yo it's my breath stink you know you never know right until they actually say it so those are the kind of things that you want to like really look at when you're communicating. So um, I have, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it and I hope this, uh, I hope this enlightens people or if anything, I hope maybe it, it, it kind of like gives newer teachers who are out there. Cause that's what like this show is about as well. Like to really talk to, uh, to new teachers and give them, a, a, you know, we have a, a couple of new teachers and I, I kind of, in a way talk to one of them. And I try to give this person advice here and there just based on my own experience, because that's all you have. You know, I'm not an expert. I don't have all the answers. I say that all the time, but I, I feel like what I can offer is, is, is ideal at best, if not, you know, uh, a, a, a well thought out piece of advice. You know, like I said, chess moves. Right. So I'm going to tell you a little story um, in the Department of Education. Uh, it's a public school system, of course. Uh, they do make or they do try to enforce uniforms for the kids. But. I, I don't know. You know, you look at me, if you guys, if anyone who doesn't know me out there, I am so anti-uniform, so anti-business um, uh, uh, dress. I mean, business casual, maybe, but you'll never see the kid in a, in a, in a, in a tie and pointy brown shoes or, 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 or pleated uh, dress pants. It's not going to happen. And you can't tell me otherwise. And um, when I know, when I found out, you know, by research, chess moves and talking to the right people, I realized that in the DOE, you you know you can wear whatever you want, and I've seen men walk into um, buildings in a dress, and I'm okay with that because you dress however however you want. Now people will make their their opinions and give their they'll 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 probably judge somebody that they see different. You know, it's just the way human beings act. Um, so I like to wear hats. I'm a big hat guy. I think I came out of my mom's womb in a hat. And uh, I mean, there's pictures of me and I'm two and I'm wearing hats, you know, probably even one. I, I bet you that's about Sharon, gangster. My mom is gangster. Sharon probably will show you pictures and she'll probably sit down for an hour and, or two over a, or, over a cup of coffee with uh, Sweet and Low and to show you all these pictures. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I like to wear a hat. So I went and investigated this whole hat thing because I was constantly told to take off my hat. And I get it, you know. In 1940, people removed their hats in the in buildings they walked in. You went to a restaurant, you took off your hat. You walked into a, a, a hotel, you took off your hat. You walked into a, a bar, you took off your hat. It used to be that way, but it is 23rd. 
Um, we don't do that anymore. So I had this hat issue, right? And, and I feel like communication was everything. So I was asked to take over my hat by multiple people. And uh, I was like, okay, um, let me let me start off by saying no, thank you. Um, and let me, um, let me explain why. And I explained in a thorough conversation, very articulately with a great delivery system of kind words and research. And I said, um, so with the backing of my UFT leader and my UFT representatives, I did a little research on, um, what our, uh, you know, our, our rules are in the building, um, at the DOE level. Chancellor's regulations is what they're called. And I, um, I, I basically said, I, I realize there's no dress code and you may, you may not love the hat, but I do. And it makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like I'm in the uniform that I use because this is what I wear. I wear hoodies. I wear nice sneakers. Uh, you know, I got, I got, you know, the kids like to, um, the, the kids like, they like it and I'm there to engage them. Right. So I come in dressed to engage over 1300 kids in a building. I'm not really there to engage the, the, uh, the adults. Actually, I don't really give a fuck with the, with the adults thing. They probably think that this is a 45 year old man who dresses like he's 13, but you know, ask me if I give a shit and I don't, but, um, I'll dress like this because it makes my job easier. And you'll ask any of the kids, if you could, does this guy, is this guy stressed out? Is he, is he, is he a yeller? Does he call homes? I don't do that. Mm -mm. I, I'd use other more likable and, and, you know, I was 13 and 12 at one time in my life. And I remember it quite well. And I remember I was a terrible, 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 terrible adolescent. I was even worse teenager. So I get it, but I am an educator now because I, 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 I realized what I was like when I was a kid, you know, and it took time. It took time to grow and it took time to do all that stuff. But I just, I use the right steps to communicate uh, with, with, with the kids. And I use the right stuff to communicate with the adults because I, for the first time in my career, the person that was the person in persons that were at, that were asking me to take off a hat, which is by the way, just so you know, in my opinion, of course, uh, this hat has nothing to do with my pedagogical uh, um, skills or talent. Um, I am. This doesn't change unless you ask me to remove it and, and really fuck my whole day up. Because now I'm just like, fuck this fucking person is asking me to take off my hat. I don't know how this has anything to do with teaching or anything to do with. But so with that said, I don't. Again, this is not a bashing post, but I'm just telling you how I felt that day. Um, the delivery system was great, and and I was res I was respected as a human being and as a, as a, as a an adult, and I was respected in the way I delivered my message, so that I may wear my hat in a building where people who are stuck in a certain time er era uh, didn't uh, really like it. And I'm again, this is not a mean statement, but I can't be concerned with what you like or not. I like this, and since there's no rule on it, and I can't get in trouble or written up. I just decided to just keep wearing it. That said, um, I want to hear from you guys out there. And I see everyone up here. I see, I see uh, Tina. I see, uh, sorry, I'm my, I see Stroh. Is that Stroh? Oh, I see a couple of people on here. 
Um, chime in. Let me know what you what your place of work looks like. How do you communicate? And there were there times you wanted to just you see when you're a New York City employee, this is your career, whether you're a fighter, firefighter, whether you're a police officer, corrections, um, this is your career, right? But you know, in teaching, you can go to another school. It happens all the time. You once once you're a certified teacher and you you you've done all of the the hoops to jump through and milestones of work and monies to pay for. Um, you are a teacher. It's not, you don't want to just quit. I mean, unless, you know, that was, that was episode one. That was with uh, Johnny five, AKA John Vick. Like, you know, after a year he had enough, man. It was like, get out. I'm out of here, man. Just not even a year and a half. It was one full school year. And then like maybe like two and a half, three months, he, he bounced. It wasn't for him. And it wasn't, it could have been just a school, right? I mean, remember, if anyone remembers that show, he, he gave it, a, he rated it an eight. So he kind of contradicted himself. But, you know, I think he meant to say that he was, in hindsight, it was eight. But at the time, you know, just between you and me and the audience, you know, I could see he wasn't happy there. So I, I'm going to say it was probably more like a four, just the way I viewed it. And I think the eight was just him like, okay, now I'm out of there. I cut the cord and I'm out, you know? So, oh man, come on guys. Let's get it off our chest, man. What do you guys got to say? I'm sorry if I missed anything. Haley says, thank you. So excited for this. Hey, oh, that was a little while ago. I'm sorry, Haley. Yeah. So Haley, um, I know this woman. Um, she's a lovely lady. Uh, really nice, uh, really nice family. She's got really beautiful family. We used to work together and uh, she's great. Um, uh, I don't know what Haley's doing this day. Maybe you could tell us and let us know what you're up to these days, or maybe you're just doing the mom thing. Now that's super cool, of course. But um, yeah, I would always like to hear how it goes up because, you know, if you don't communicate the right way, and that's with adults and children, you, I mean, I'm no doctor. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, I just know from experience and I've seen how others do it. And I don't think others do it well. Again, my opinion. Um, I think other people think that delivering the message by yelling and, and being aggressive towards the person. And, you know, if you have an opinion of, of somebody, you know, there's always that, that long lasting um, old saying that says, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it to anybody. I mean, listen, you, you can follow that rule. And I, I'm thinking I'm positive things will be fine, but some people like they, they harbor it and they, they, they hold it in them. Um, and, and, and the relationship with those people are terrible. Um, and I, I honestly, there's really, there's so many layers to that, but you, there's people in my building that I can't stand. I don't like them. I think that, I think number they could be, they could be a lot of things. And I, I, I'm not, again, I'm not here to bash anybody, but I don't, there's, but I just don't talk to them. You know, um, one of them I work very closely with. And I just don't talk to them. It's just not in my, it, uh, we just don't, we're, you know, we're not the same. We're, we're, we don't think the same. We don't, we are not the same people. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, no one, you know, no one's, no one's going to please, not everyone's going to please everyone. You know, not one person in this world, uh, you know, I think except for Bob Ross, the painter that everyone fucking loves, you know, everyone loves Bob Ross. Um, he had such a soothing voice, you know. Painting trees, happy trees. It's really cool. If you were an avid um, pot smoker during his era in the 80s and 90s, um, you probably lived a pretty good life. 
He just watches. So we got Haley back up. Let me see this. Sorry, I'm bringing myself a little closer. Hey, oh, do I have my reading glasses on? I do. I definitely agree with what you're saying. This is Haley. Communication and the way you are met, your way your message is being delivered and important. And that's with all the asterisks in life. In your job, your relationship. Oh, couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, job, home. Look, I I'm I'm not a dad, not a father. I don't have any kids, nor do I plan on it. But I do have kids at my job, and I've had a lot of practice. Um, I would do very poorly with the uh, the infants and the and the toddlers, and I would I think I would do a lot better with the uh, high schoolers. But um, middle schoolers are going through so much stuff. They're pubescent. They're, you know, still trying to find their identity. And it's just, it's a crazy world for them. And I, I like that craziness. You know, they say that, you know, uh, guys like crazy girls, right? Um, I, I like the crazy I like the kids that are wild. But, like, I mean, not all the time. You know, I mean, enough enough sometimes. But I, but I see and I hear just, like, the communication with these kids are so bad. But, you know, the way I see it is when I, when they come to me and they talk to me, you know, uh, they're like, uh, well, the other teacher was like, I'm not concerned with the other teacher, man. You're talking to me. If that person yelled at you and made you feel a certain type of way, that was that to them. I'm not going to do that. Um, but the delivery system that you're using for this message that you're coming across on has to be perfect. It can't be somewhat perfect. It can't be bad at all. You have to choose and pick your words correctly um, because even if you were telling somebody they were pretty or beautiful, you could say it in a way that's backhanded and, and my, the message would be not received well, you know? Like, you know, when people say stuff like, oh, yeah, you, you look good. You look good today. You look, you look better yesterday. <laughs> or, or, yeah, man, you look good today. Um, what's up with your eyebrows? Like, those are backhanded compliments. Um, so Haley hits back. The new thing is gentle parenting. That's similar to how we're delivering the way we speak to our children. Blessed. You know what I mean? Look, I I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say, you know, don't don't discipline your kids or don't like discipline is important, right? Because I was disciplined now. Just so y'all know, I'm Gen X, the best generation ever. But there's a lot to be said about generations after my generation. We all have added something to the to the um, to the salad bowl, so to speak. But I grew up. I was hit and I was spoken to without any explanation. So sometimes I got hit and I was like, "What the what the fuck?" And my dad never said a word. Just on with your merry way. And um, it was crazy. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Real quick. Sorry. This um this show is brought to you today by. Grim, Grim Brewery, delish. I have here with me uh, the oh, I don't psychokinesis. It's called. Look at that psychokinesis. I was actually scared to try and pronounce this word. I was so taken back by how hard that word was for like a half a second to say. So Grim, it is in um, Bushwick, uh, and it is a beautiful brewery. We were there last. Uh, my company was there last weekend. Um, but yeah. And um, I don't know what you're having to drink, folks, but I'm doing a little bit of whiskey tonight. Oh, Jameson to be, to be, um, 
Correct. No, I was just checking the messages. But yeah, so we um now we, I want to move it. So guys, I like I said, I, I don't have a I don't have a guest. I wanted to, I really wanted to hear from different perspectives. Um, but I gotta say, um, when you are getting frustrated in your building or when you're when you're not feeling happy, um I always say it's best to to research um, things and and uh, really really get a lot of knowledge because let me tell you I was at some point in my life very 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 nervous to speak up about things and um, I would be in bitch mode all day you know and that's not how lions that's not how lions act um, and I know I'm a lion like. But I wasn't acting like one. I was, I was, I was nervous and apprehensive, and I was very. Um, I didn't collect my words correctly. Um, but that's not. That's Simba, you know. That's Simba when he was like a baby. But now, you know, you have to say, you have to say things, right? Because I feel like some people use in buildings like, um, like the Department of Education. Or correct. I, I try to think to myself: Do do firefighters, you know, do they do they get crap at their job, or do they ever feel this way? Do I want to know? Do police officers feel this way? I mean, I know very few, and I I know very few cops that like left the job uh, on their own merit. I know guys that have gotten kicked off the force. But I don't know if guys do people. I mean, I know one person. And I don't even know her. I I know her from a, a colleague. <clears throat> I just I want to know. Like, like so so check us out. Check us out. Ready? Um, I have never. You're gonna love this story. Story time. Story time with Chavez. Um, I'm gonna start the story like this. Teacher, <clears throat> and this is a true story. Teacher <clears throat> gets. Um, Teacher gets uh, the the green light to to uh, collect money and, and and permission slips for for a uh, for a trip. Teacher is said homeroom teacher for that grade level, and only teaches that grade level. Uh, the morning comes of the said trip. Said teacher was taken off. Said teacher was pissed. Said teacher went to his U of T rep, calmly explained what was going on. Said teacher was put back on the trip. Boom. Said teacher was invited to said person's office to speak about said situation. Boom. Said person was confused. Said person didn't know why he was being called in. Did I say he? I meant it. They. Said person was apologized to. Communication is key. What I liked most important about this story that was told to me, I really enjoyed the reason why said person was called into said office. Because relationships are important. And relationships with not just your family, but your friends, your kids, and your bosses should be good. 
because I feel like if I'm wrong on this, someone throw me off of the Golden Gate Bridge, but doesn't communication and good communication throughout your job and your career make for a better and more comfortable career? Call me crazy, but like you could just say things better. You could just deliver your message easier. You could simply just use nicer words. You could simply be pleasant even when you don't want to be. Okay. I'm not asking you, should you be, I'm not telling you or questioning you, should you be fake? No, no. But you got to put on, you got to put on the best version of you. Okay. There's days I walk in, I do not want to be bothered, but I'm not mean to anyone. No, not mean to anyone. I just don't, I'm quiet. And people will ask me, yo, Travis, you okay? And I'll say, yes, I'm, I'm fine. Just have, you know, just having a, having an off day. And we're all entitled to that. And I think we should look at those people and say, okay, they're entitled to that. But if it's a consistent thing, then they're not entitled to that because that's now you're just being a jerk. So that, that story that I told you, I thought it was big of that person. And I thought it really hit home on how that doesn't happen very often. And I could be wrong. I mean, has there ever been a boss or immediate supervisor that you guys have come across that you knew was wrong, right? You knew they were wrong and you, um, you kind of called them out on it, respectfully, of course, and then got an apology or a form of an apology. I think that's gangster. Honestly, I think that's gangster. And I think that it's fucking amazing because that's not an easy thing to do, especially if you don't want to. Now, if it was fake, I don't care. It was said because I will never know. That person will never know through any experience. You'll never know. But they wouldn't have done it if, it, if they knew that they were right. It's common knowledge. I, for one, always apologize when I'm wrong. It doesn't make any difference, right? It really doesn't. Think about it. If if you if you go, yo, um, I don't know. Let's say you said something wrong to somebody. All right, you know what? Here we go. I said something to somebody recently, and I think they took it the wrong way. And I immediately. No, no, sorry. <clears throat> Stretch that. About seven minutes later, I went over to that person. I said, you know what? I apologize. I think I may have said that wrong. Now, it wasn't malicious. It just was like a more of a, as a matter of fact. And I was a little bit cocky about it because I really knew the answer. Um, that person did deserve that delivery or chess move that I was making in my response to what they said. So I... I'm okay. I listen. I'm I'm not I'm not too small to 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 um to apologize. I think it goes a long way. Some people some people take take apologies as a big fuck you, and I can't stand those people. Because look, if you're always making mistakes and you're always apologizing, that's one thing. But if you don't really make mistakes and you said something something and and and, and they didn't they didn't receive it the right way, and then they go and they do something. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I just um, apologize. Let's let's bury the hatchet. What are you harboring it for? 
which leads me to my next um, my next portion of this of, of the segment, which is um, would have been based on the on the uh, guest speaker, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about protocols. All right. So if you if you're in a building and you're in a situation, and guys, I'm sorry, I keep saying if you're in a building, uh, some people don't always work in buildings, but if you're at your job or your career. And you, you, you happen to ha have situations similar to the ones we were talking about today. Um, your, your protocols are stay calm, go to your UFT rep. And if you don't have a UFT rep, because not, not a lot of places where people work have this or unions, deliver your message correctly. Um, communication is everything. In my building, there's, we need work. We need, we need some work on communication. Um, as a, as a teacher, I can say the, the email is um, overly used. How many emails can you read a day, man? Like, <laughs> emails out of my butthole. I mean, I'm literally wiping my butt after taking a, a, a number two, and I got emails coming out of my butt. I'm like, oh, shit, at gmail.com? Damn, I didn't know how I ate that today. Darn it, but I threw it like this. I should probably throw it in the toilet, right? That's not how I do it at home. I want you to know that. Don't get it twisted. Who just got here? Is Bella here? Aiden says hi. What? Oh, this is Bella? That Bella? Tell my tell my godson I said I love him and what's up. That's my godson. Or she's giving it. She's sending a message to my godson. Um, so yeah, I emails, these emails are crazy. And and like you're asked to read them. I mean, I mean, come on. I get it. I got a phone, I got a laptop, but I'm really not looking at emails all day. But um, you don't always read emails, you know what I mean? You don't, I mean, who's reading, if you're backed up with, with, with you know, 17 emails in, in, in an hour, it's crazy. It's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a crazy way to communicate. Because the first thing on my mind, even as a teacher for almost 10 years, I'm not always reading emails. Um, I have a life. And I have a life outside of my, my career. And I, even though I don't have kids or mouths to feed or, you know, kids to clothe and shelter, I still have a life. Actually, I probably have more of a life than most teachers that have families because they're dedicating their lives to their families. Whereas I don't have that luxury. I have a different kind of luxury. Um, and I'm still not going to look at emails for the, the rest of my evening. I'm going to sit there and scroll and email. It's, it's it's a horrible. It's really honestly for me. I think it's a horrible way to communicate. I mean, I know it's there. They send it, but like, man, to sit there and read emails, especially when the emails don't even make that much sense. But um, I uh, I got I gotta I gotta go with that. You you have to make the work environment happy because. If you're not happy, then there's no reason to be there because you have one life. You got to be happy. You got to enjoy going to work. You know, you got to go, you got to do it. You have to, you have to do it and you have to, you have to enjoy, you got to listen. This is why I walk around my building. I, I walk around my building like I shit $20 bills. You know what I mean? Wait, no, I <laughs> That's what I'm the I'm the poorest happy guy that ever lived. No, I sh I walk around like like I shit a hundred dollar bills. That sounds better. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I wish my I wish my that he would love this conversation. I wish I wish that guy wasn't sick that I asked. Uh, his name was the Birdman. That's that's what I call him. But he would have loved this segment. But yeah, like I I just think there's so much to work on uh, with communicating. Like you know, I don't uh, I don't necessarily think that you should your whole job should encompass your whole life. You know what I mean? Like you, when you clock out, man, you're on a, I don't, you know, I try not to bring my work home with me. I try not to, you know, I'll speak on it, you know, I'll, uh, both good and bad. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to, you know, my girl, she gets to hear all of the juicy tea. Very, very, very juicy tea every day she gets. And, you know, I like to think, I know a lot that goes on in that building. Sometimes I don't know shit, but, um, like, I didn't know, like, that there was some stuff going on with uh, some teachers in that building. I had no idea. Um, but, um, you know, I uh, hope you're not watching, but I don't really care for either of them. So they both can, they both can claw each other's out, eyes out like cats if they want to, but that's whatever. Um, <laughs> are you going to bet on me that dollar? No, sorry. Sorry. Inside joke. Um, so, yeah. Is the grass always greener? I don't know. I don't know if you ever were frustrated at your job because of communication and the way people are treated or the way people felt on a certain day or a certain year. Do you go somewhere else and and, and think that it's going to be better? You never know. You know, if, if I want to go, if I go back to this hat story, Yes, I did research. Yes, I, I I I moved my chest piece very meticulously. Yes, I had evidence. Yes, I spoke to the right people. But, and I'm not saying that's a reason to leave. It's not at all. But let's say I was a petty individual, and I was like, ah, carried up the situation, and I was like, ah, blah, blah, you know, cried about it. Because um, there's really no reason to cry. I did. I, I like I said, I handled the situation. I think it was one of the best things I've ever done as far as handling situations. Because I, like I said, I, I used to not be good at it. Um, but like situationally, like you have, uh, you have ways to to do these things for, uh, appropriately. Um, and I might have. I, I think I may have gotten a different. It might have been received differently somewhere else, or maybe, just maybe, you know, I, I go somewhere else now. You know, this person's like, ah, oh, here comes this new guy. Uh, even though he's been doing it for some time, here's this new guy. He's wearing a hat in my building. Trying to tell him to move the hat. Um, but you know, then here, here's this whole, this whole scenario all over again. Or it could be anything. Now, if you know that you're, you know, you're a troublemaker, or you know, you you like to raise hell and you're a very vocal person. I don't know if I'm very vocal. I don't know it. If I, if I am, I don't know it. Um, and I refuse, I refuse to believe it. I think I just stand up for myself. And I think I just, um, I'm not afraid of anyone. Like, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> there are countless, countless people that I've seen in a lot of different jobs, not just education that are really, really intimidated by their, by their, um, their admin. And I'm like, what? You're in why? But you know what? 
that person I asked why to, but then you could also ask that person, yo, why are you so intimidating? Why aren't you warm and welcoming? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we should hand that person like a chamomile tea. Yo, you need a tea, bro. Just take a step, take a couple steps back. Maybe do some yoga. I don't know. Um, do some Tai Chi. We got a bunch of that across the street uh, from, from the building, the Tai Chi people. All you hear is like this beautiful uh, Chinese music, like flutes and stuff, you know, and um, bows, you know, the bows that they, it's like that one stringed guitar. And honestly, I gotta be, I gotta be real with you. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just join them. I feel like they wouldn't, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't like not, I, th I think they'd be okay with it. Like I was like, yo, I want to learn. Cause you know, in, in my, the demographics of my neighborhood is a very high percentage of, of Chinese, uh, Chinese American. And uh, where I live, on the kind of like a little bit further down uh, in Flushing, uh, there I live in Korea, Koreatown. Like Koreatown is awesome. Uh, if you want some really good fried chicken, Korean barbecue, and just so you know, um, they are the best fried chicken makers ever. Um, there's a bunch of different places, but Pelicana is near, near me. And man, I don't know what they do to this chicken. But it is tasty. Definitely full show. Berries, Popeyes. Oh, I'm like on another segment right now. I'm like doing a food thing. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, Pelicana. Great Korean fried chicken. Anyway, let's move out of here. Uh, let's check the time. I got 9.47. All right. Listen, like I said, I was winging this one all by myself today. Um, I want to just say, listen, I got it off my chest. You know, and that's what this is for. Let's get it off our chest. I, I like to give this information. I like to use this platform to talk about things that matter. And I think that not just in the Department of Education, I think in any job, we all have our issues. We all have our dilemmas. There's things we think about. There's things that we that we glamorize. Like, listen, I could tell you so many great things about being a teacher. One of them, of course, is, God damn it, I love the summers off. yes. God damn it, I love those three long vacations during the year. Yes, I love getting out of work at most of the days, 2.35. Yes, I like that I have 10 days that I could use for sick days. Yes, I love the health and medical benefits. I mean, I could go on and on, but none of that matters if you hate the building that you're in or you're uncomfortable, or you don't like the people. That's an issue. You got to get that issue. And you got, listen, you got to make it good for you. You have to make it work for you. Um, I know in my building, you know, I'm proud to say this, actually. I was a little apprehensive about saying it. I know that some people probably look at me like I got a big fucking dick growing out of my head. What the fuck is this guy talking about? What is he doing? But you know what? It makes sense to me. I don't care if it makes sense to you. And I I like I like speaking up for myself. It makes me feel good. It makes me, it makes me, and I like to test, I like to test the waters, you know. I like to see, you know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not the best at what I do. I never claim to be. I know what I'm good at, and I know what I suck at. I don't glamorize the things I suck at because that would be stupid. But I do, I will brag to you all day about how revered and loved I am by the student body because that's who I'm there to engage with. 
I get so much love in that school from them. I, I'm overwhelmed sometimes. So, sometimes I go home and I cry about it. Just kidding. I don't cry about it. Maybe I do a little bit. But anyway, um, it's a beautiful thing. But you're going to have, you know, I have days where I feel like that that love that I have from my 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 pedagogical um, um, prowess is, is 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 it could be it could be easily uh, taken from right under your feet because of something silly like communication or or somebody didn't apologize to you for something or fixing something fixing mending you know uh, you know I'm not much for philosophy um, and I don't think I ever took a philosophy class. But life is too short. Like we live, we live one life, man. You gotta make it great. I um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave this uh, with you uh, because it's almost time, and I'm gonna be kicked off of uh, of off of Instagram. I might be able to still roll on on YouTube, but uh, I had a I had a uh, a happy hour drink with my lady um, today uh, at London Lenny's in on Woodhaven Boulevard. And we ordered some oysters, and um, I went into one of the I went into a store. Where they sold um, uh, stuff, stuff. They sold stuff. Um, and the kid behind the counter, he was, he was, he was eighteen. And this guy, he was, he was, he was an entrepreneur. He was asking me about this, that, and the third. Um, and I go, um, I just told him, I said, listen, he has this dream about designing clothes, and he showed me and my lady some, some, some articles of clothing uh, of, of little pictures little little pic uh, little pictures on his phone that he took and I said yo these are really creative and look I'm I'm no art you know I'm, I'm not a curator or anything I'm not a fashion designer but I would wear his stuff I would wear it and I uh, I asked them all about it I was very curious and as I left I said dude I, I gotta I gotta get out of here I would love to chat with you more. I got something I got to do. And he actually asked me, he's like, all right. He's like, you got to go to work. I'm like, no. Work is something that you do that's not fun. So I want to go do something that's fun. And I, I actually explained to him that I, 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 I'm, I'm starting this new podcast. I'm hosting this show. <laughs> he looked at me, he goes, you look like you, you, he looks like you're a host of a podcast. I was like, yes. I hit the pinnacle. But he was 18, and the message that I gave him was, "Don't give up on your dreams. Don't let somebody tell you that they're that they're not they're not attainable. Don't let somebody tell you, oh, you know, that shirt is trash or that design is trash. That's one person in a, on a planet of hundreds and hundreds billions, right? Dude, do what you gotta do. You're young." And I gave him the corniest. I said, dude, this is going to sound corny, but I just couldn't think of anything better to say. I was like, reach for the stars, dude. I was like, dude, go out of this world for what, you, what you're passionate about. And I think that goes with any, for anybody, you know, like go into your, your career like you want to be there. Go into your career like you want to be there and, and, and do the best that you can at it, you know. Um, I, have a, I have a passion for, for, for teaching. I do. I have a passion for for the kids that I teach because I want them to to learn from my experiences so I can prepare them for the world. Um, and that's my that's my passion. I don't love everything, you know. I had an idea of how the teaching world was going to look, and um, there were some corners. There were some corners that I turned 
that were dark alleys for me. But, you know, again, I'm a lion, so I get past all that stuff. But um, doing this, these are hobby passions. Like, I don't know what will come of this. And I don't, I'm not on here. You know, my, my best friend, Chris, that was saying to me, <coughs> and he's real, he's real. He goes, yo, do you want to be famous? And I said, not necessarily. I, I kind of just want to talk about my experiences and give people, you know, an opportunity to express theirs. And I know that this could be a, a frightening platform because people are generally very, very, you know, conflicted with talking about their job on, on a live uh, feed. But I, I do this because if I don't talk about it, it eats me up. And I don't know, I mean, I could tell my, my lady, but you know, I don't want to chew off her ear all the time. I'd rather let you all hear it and not let you ask you all to hear it and chime in about it. This, this platform, I want people to be like, yo, I have that similar situation. And then we can kind of come together and be like, yo, listen, I think this that, that they handled it pretty well. But I also think there were aspects of what I did that, I, that you can use. And I, I just think that the success rate for me as of late has been pretty, pretty good. Um, and I'm I'm no longer, you know, the, the guy who doesn't say what's on his mind. But I deliver it very well now. And that was the point, you know. And I don't think, and so for me, I'm going to say it's frightening to think about whether the grass is greener. It is, because it may not be, right? My ex-wife works in the Bronx. And I don't know, I haven't spoken to her like that since 2016, but... I can't imagine it got better, you know? If it did, I know nothing. But she if she's still there, well, damn, you know, like that's really that's dedication to a, you know. I mean, I have it good. I'm flushing. Like, I mean, 70 was it 76% Asian American? And then we have, you know, we have a few other uh a uh, few other cultural backgrounds, you know. But um, yo, I have a good. I don't really have a lot to complain about. Like I don't have kids coming in trying to you know, you know jig me up. Um, I don't have <laughs> knock on wood. Um, I I don't I don't have any of that. So you know, I'm pretty blessed. Now I'm gonna sign off on a, in a little bit. I want to thank everybody who joined me tonight. Um, you know, because I needed to get it off my chest. And I was kind of hoping some more people would chime in. Thank you, Haley, for chiming in. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, I want to uh, – what that was I going to say? I just, uh, just my brain just – oh, right, I'm saying goodbye. So, yeah, I'm, thank you for everyone for joining us. Uh, if you're followers of Savich Beach, please uh, check us out as well um, this weekend. We're, uh, we'll be at, um, at Talea. We'll be at uh, – at uh, Fifth Hammer in Long Island City, and we're going to be at Bridge and Tunnel in Ridgewood. So if you're a little thirsty for some uh, some beers, beers here, and some ceviche, come check us out. Other than that, I'm going to give this this teacher rating. I'm going to give it. Let's go with effective today because I had to do it alone, and I think I got my message across pretty clear, and I think I got my advice to those who wonder about that stuff. Um, 
And like, you know, again, I, I did this not for just the new teachers. I, I did it for um, teachers that have been there for a while that are still, you know, they're not comfortable with situations like that. Um, so for me to you guys, I hope uh, you got something good out of this rant that I went on today. Um, and uh, oh, wait, uh, one last thing. I hope I have time. Uh, today's news on, on, on TV it was like second period today. I went into the teacher cap. And they said, oh, I wish I could read it, but I'm going to try to say it verbatim. It said, why women don't like male podcast hosts. This was hilarious. I couldn't wait to like tell my uh, my lady, but uh, I am going to feature it on, on another show. Uh, here's the reasons why they said, well, you know, because there are some there are some podcasts that are hosted by women. right? So it says the reasons why women don't like male podcast hosts is because male podcast hosts like to have a mic in front of them while they while they listen to the sound of their own voice giving unsolicited opinions on pop culture, politics, and whatever is going on in the world. <laughs> I was like, damn, is that me? But I don't know because like I actually have a message. Like my my platform is about something, but there's platforms that are just, you know, they're like just chiming in on whatever. They have guest hosts from wherever. You know, there's not there's no significance. It's just like, you know, people that are doing it some of them are already famous like joe rogan like he was already famous and then he started a podcast the the uh, the logan not the logan brothers the paul brothers you know i think that they they were already famous they were like disney kids but like they don't really have like i don't think they have like platforms like they don't have like uh they don't have those things that that the topics that that, that kind of stick into one general um subject area but anyway that was funny i thought that was pretty funny how that, that <laughs> i walked in i was like i have to i have to say something but uh, I actually don't like the sound of my voice. I think I sound stupid. But um, and no one's ever said like, no, you don't sound stupid. I'm like, no, nah, I sound stupid. But you know, I don't really care. Like I said, I don't really care. So anyway, from everybody, uh, for everyone out there, thanks for joining me. Um, stay, uh, stay posted for my next um, episode on the DOE edition. I um, I'm trying to do it every Wednesday or Thursday nights, but uh, you know, nothing's really set in stone. And I'm doing my best to uh, to work on it. So I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, much love goes out to every single one of you that have been uh, part of the podcast. And thank you. We'll see you later.